0: We used to have music for this bit. We don't have music anymore. It's the Audio
1: problems. Podcast! It's not Monday, because Monday was a bank holiday. And we're a bank. A
0: bank of resources, knowledge and information. work.
1: <laughs> so instead it is a Tuesday the 8th of May, 2012. 2012. This is episode 54 of, Get, uh, of the Audio Podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and episode 54 is called Get Well Event. I'm Samuel Freeman,
1: I'm Scott Hewitt, and I'm Scott McLaughlin. And uh, we're, we're going to sound slightly different this week because we're coming to you courtesy of a Soundfield DSF-2109 through a uh, ST35 Soundfield decoder.
2: That's the portable Soundfield thing. Yep.
1: Cool. So we have one microphone in between us all and we're kind of talking at it, so if you don't like it, feel free to complain. <laughs> we were going to use a binaural head, but that turned out that it was in a different building. And it probably weighed too much, and we just couldn't be bothered to go get it, so we didn't... And it would
0: have felt weird sitting here, the three of us talking to a single head. That would have just been a bit
1: weird. Would that have been... But it's not weird that we're talking to a cylinder instead. Cylinders are fine. I talk to cylinders
0: all the time. Okay. It's got a grill. Grills, I trust. And they don't... Yeah, the old head would have a face of some description. That would have been... An emotionless
1: face. (laughs) Mm.
0: Would it seriously mess with the, the binaural heads um, HTRF if, if we got like a, like a Freddy mask, put it over it or something? Or oh, kind of fun. Dead presidents. Mm. That would be cool. Or a pair of shades, just like it. No, oh, I think that would be fun. As long as it's acoustically treated material.
1: <laughs> so what have we got this week? We've got stuff. Um, no, we have a piece of up from last week. One last piece though. Which okay. was that, Sam, you were using a Coles 4038 microphone That's what that was. Yep, that's it, what it was. We it couldn't was remember actually, at the time. Yeah, say that again. A Coles four oh three eight Spe- microphone. Spell Coles. C O L E S. Coles. The ribbon microphone, As in Cheryl. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the one that you're not allowed to put phantom power in ever.
0: Ooh. ribbon. Yep,
1: yeah. it's a
2: big fat heavy piece of metal with a flimsy bit of metal inside. Metal. How did it sound? It sounded alright actually. Scott did um, some post on it and. It,
1: no? Yeah, it, it kind of went blip blip every kind of four minutes for some weird reason, which I had an argument with somebody about whether that was the microphone or whether it was the uh, preamp on the O1V. Mm. We are using a different preamp today. That's if we'd used the same preamp with a different mic, that would have been a better test in terms of establishing <laughs> the cause of that, but I'm not really interested in trying to establish that. So
0: The audio podcast, not very scientific. Oh. In the slightest. In fact, we, well, we did.
2: We, we did stick a pair of headphones in to see if what was coming through here was what we expected it to be, which we don't usually.
1: Like last week, we just recorded and had to listen back afterwards. <laughs> it's, it's like, we work off meters; it goes fine, you know. Yeah. Well, at the end of this, we we'll normalize it, compress it, crush it down to MP three. Actually, at the end of this, what I'm heard about, we're recording straight to a, a limited MP three right now. So,
0: should we just put should we just put the B format up for people, just in case they want? To?
1: That's a great idea if we were recording the B-format. No, we haven't connected anything to the B-format output
0: there. So, requests, people. If you want this in B-format, you know who to call. <laughs> yeah.
1: You need to invent time travel on Imperial right now.
0: <laughs> no, if you want future and subsequent shows to all be in B-format, I, I think the, the, the Ambisonic <laughs> podcast. The Ambisonic <laughs> podcast?
1: The Ambisonic podcast. That'd be awesome, yeah. That's, uh Maybe. Anyways, all depression aside, <laughs> shall we? Shall we head into the the the, the show? I, I think as a combination of the bank holiday Monday, there is a, a lack of uh, really really detailed news items. So you should probably listen to the rest of the show. It's going to be awesome. We're going to have fun. But maybe this is you know, if you're worried that we're not going to get really going anywhere with the news this week, that's probably a legitimate concern. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well,
2: let's kick off with the first half of the title of the show, which is the Get Well part. And we're over looking at the ProTooler blog where... um, He's unwell. There is, yeah, hey folks,
1: apologies, apparently. Lack of posts because he's not been well. So, get well soon. We thought that'd be nice. It's that kind of level of news this week. Get well soon. (laughs) Get well soon to that. Sam, I hope your hay fever sorts out as well.
2: Yeah, apologies for all my sniffing through the show. Um, Hay fever kicked in
0: yesterday. Can we get a plug-in to remove sniffing? There should be a seasonal (laughs) plug-in. Seasonal play. Yeah, <laughs> Like a autom- sample. Of, of, Is it automatically
1: of, of, applied as well? It just locks in after like April. It just yeah, kind of applies it. to October. It, it automatically.
0: It automatically talks to the weather satellites, and when you have a consistent spread of, of spring-like weather, it just kicks in and, and de-sniffs all your recordings. That'd be nice.
1: Or like a pollen filter built yeah, in. pollen count. Like, oh, so nice. I
0: mean, that'd be great for classical recordings too. To get off those those bits where violinists go right before they hit a note. Awesome. Is, yeah. that
2: a, is that a part of the performance, though? I mean, isn't that an important... Isn't that an integral part of the sound of that performance? It's the only way the other players know the violin's about to do something. <laughs> do you think... You know, like when you've got huge sample sets of orchestras and, and they have all the different play styles, do, is, do you get breathing noises from the musicians in there as yeah,
0: well? That would be a cracking one. So just, just put a pad of breathing noises yeah. under there, rhythmically tied into it. Mm-hmm. So like just before just before a big thing you get the violinist <laughs> well as far lead, as that...
1: lead lead, lead uh, is it no principal, it's principal principal violinist 12 a day principal violinist 6 a day that could <laughs> <be> the... <laughs> principal violinist heavy night out <laughs> 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 as far as I
0: know the, the Vienna sample pack the Vienna yeah what's it called you know the one I'm talking about I know the one you're talking about. I don't know what it's called. Dude. The Vienna one. Yeah. Actually, this joke's falling flat now because I'm I'm losing momentum. In I'll go. I'll go confirm handles. the name I in terms punchline. of. Uh, I'm trying to type so, it quietly. Something to do with conductor sounds. Conductor sounds. Yeah, like you know. Page turning. I think. No, oh, just awesome. just the sound of the conductor being there. Wow. There's no actual audio in it. It's just if you put that in, it just kind of makes the whole performance sound better. Have,
1: have I taught, have I told you about the delight I've experienced regarding the uh, conductor noises before? Actual conductor noises, I t- no? not just I, hypothetical ones. Uh, somebody else can look to find out what the name of the sample I was to tell Sorry, I've um, The internet's too slow. Uh, while I was at Goldsmiths, I was involved in a performance of Stockhausen's Mixator, uh with ring modulation, and it turned out that one of the most delightful sounds that I achieved in the entire thing was the um, the ring modulation of the page turns, which was just absolutely spectacular. That
0: would be amazing because it's a big spectral sweep, white noise spectral sweep, anyways. Right.
1: Wow. it was It was just incredible. It was really good to the extent where we used to like kind of like deliberately like try and sabotage people's like papers so they had to like sort them out. So what happens <laughs> if people we... sniff and
0: uh, and sneeze and whatever? In the no, days? no, it's
1: just the page turn noises. But that's what I was just saying when you were discussing the inclusion of page turn noises. I was just saying that was a good I'm take. with you.
0: Let's move to item two.
2: That's and it is just if you the Vienna Symphonic Library that's is what we're it. talking about.
0: Thank you. Yeah, cool. Okay. Shout outs to the Vienna Symphonic Library. We have one of yours. We take another day. in a box. <laughs> Hang
2: on,
1: God. on they sell things in boxes, don't they? Oh, I see what you're doing. Oh, you? Beautiful. So, and, actually, I was just there. I was in Baton Rouge a few a few weeks ago. It was very nice. What were you doing in Baton Rouge? I, I was at the uh, uh, symposium. Oh, nice. I love eating symposium. There was some crayfish eating, which I wasn't very. <laughs> I don't really, I didn't really enjoy it so much, but mm, it was, I had a, a great shame. time there. It was, it was very enjoyable. I was at a, a laptop, a laptop and electronic ensembles symposium, which was fun. That is pretty cool. That's cool. But the reason I mention that is because Personas has the Pres- Persona Sphere 2012 user conference in Baton Rouge, Louisiana.
0: cool right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> September.
1: Like it. was it. Wait. September. Is that? No. September 28th. Or September 29th. 29th. There you go. Yeah.
0: And they're pulling out all the stops, PreSonus Fair 2012. And this, is only, this is the second time they've done it, so obviously it must have been been reasonably successful last year. It looks like, just from looking through this, it looks like it, it's just a place for PreSonus users to come, hang out, learn new stuff about what they own, possibly see other things they might want to own. It, it seems like something in between a, a, a big advertisement for PreSonus stuff and a community, which is good. I, I'm always in favour of communities. There yeah. are obviously a lot of PreSonus users out there. If they can all get to Baton Rouge, it's um, crayfish and consoles all the way.
1: I had a really nice time in Baton Rouge. It was nice. Did you bring any PreSonus
0: equipment with you? No. Or bat? No.
1: no, no. I don't know if they have an affili- affiliation in that part of the world or not. Mm. They will be having a Genius Bar. I wonder where they got that name from. Hmm. I well, hope they personaring, that'd be a cool way. I'm going personaring, that'd be a cool t shirt. <laughs> I'm a presonist. My,
2: my contribution to the story is um, because when Scott added it to the news, he pointed out that the URL to this oh. press release is incredibly long and I've just done a little um, test. It's one hundred and ninety characters long, is that awesome. URL? That's um It's really easy to type that. Yeah. That's it, I, that's <laughs> all I have to contribute on this item.
0: That is impressive. <laughs> Meetings. Can I be the first to say you have too much time on your are
2: That's what I did what you guys were talking. About.
0: Too much great. time mid, <laughs> mid mid items. So this looks great. If you've got pre-sonist stuff uh, is this of any use to a non pre would
1: you say? If, if I don't own any pre stuff do I want to go here and just see what they do or, or is this really what do you think? It, it seems very focused with like a like the Genius Bar kind of thing seems like a very kind of NG's or sort of focused element to it. So Mm. But I don't know what I'm saying, it, it's only been announced, it's only recently been announced and there's still more details to be announced, so perhaps well, there will be a relevance there.
0: Yep, watch this space.
1: And it is possible, while well, when we get to the plunder section of the show, we'll be able to discuss the fact that anybody could consider themselves a Persona's user. Okay.
0: Ooh. <laughs> so, from something... Somewhere. To something nowhere. And everywhere, but nowhere. But mainly nowhere.
2: Um, this is this is Plink Plink by Dynamo, um, which if you're in the Chrome browser, will allegedly allow you to make music with other people anywhere.
0: Um, the idea sounds pretty cool. it's It's an online interactive make music thing. seems fairly simple. We say seems fairly simple because in the week or so since I've known about this, I've never actually got it to work. Currently, I have a nice looking screen
1: with a spinning red ball, which is cute. Oh, I got to the point where I could choose my name and then it told me I'd been sitting on the page for too long. Oh, I've yeah.
0: I, I once got to that point as well.
1: That's as far as I've got with it, yeah. You know, here I go, here I go. I've literally movie. just refreshed it, so it's got to let me in. <coughs> nope. No, I've no, been, I've been idle for too long.
0: So, you know, I, I don't know what to say about this. It might be interesting. If any Blink people are out there, let us know when this works.
2: Well they as as you pointed out earlier they they are hiring. So if you're um, interested in going and working with Dynamo, then, oh, um, yeah, maybe you could like go and help them make it work.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, that would be great. That's cool. I quite like the uh, the thing thing they have as well where like using the square boxes. Is this a different thing? Oh, you're or... buffling. Yeah, if you like if, if so you if just I've... kind of delete the second half of the URL just to dynamo.com dot like ah, okay. labs.dynamo.com and then there you find a link to the Tonecraft, craft, which is a cool kind of thing as well and Dynaware is not spelt how you
2: might expect so going across to wiki.theaudiopodcast.co.uk and following the link
1: through is probably the best way to find it if you listen. to show 54 yeah which is this week's show that was both smooth and practical thank you awesome yeah, that's, that's kind of some cool stuff. Now, they you
0: say to run Tonecraft, you need to have the latest version of Chrome. But then again, Chrome, I don't know about you guys, but my Chrome auto-updates, so I'm guessing I have the latest version. Well, let's do Unless this. they mean one of the red-hot, straight-off-the-developer's-laptop <laughs> versions.
1: Well, I'm, I'm actually running Chromium on Arch, which is Bleeding Edge built, so I can't get... like You, you I have to actually, build from source to get this more Bleeding Edge. Yeah. Like, so. You have to be writing the source. Yeah. You have to be putting diffs in yourself. <laughs> have to submit a diff and hit compile. So, Actually,
0: yeah. there is a bunch of other fascinating looking things on, on the Dynamo page. This is some cool looking stuff, but none of it is working at the moment. Well, Plink is not working.
1: Yeah. Oh, well. Hey. So from something which happens everywhere online sometimes, <laughs> if you this can get it to work, work. let's say... Uh, let, let's go to something which happens on a day in a place,
0: specifically the sixteenth of June in the legendary, air quotes, Ministry of Sound.
1: Yeah, the uh, the producers' conference. It's a conference for producers.
0: Now, by producers here, I assume they mean professional producers, producers that get credits on things that are produced. Not professional propellerhead producers at
2: that. This is um, the propellerhead oh, no. have been for a while. They done producer tours and producer talks, and now they have a producers' conference.
1: I'm, I, I think you're overestimating the level of required professionalism. Excellent. I think it's very accessible.
0: So pre, they have a presentation entitled From Inspiration to Creation with uh, James Bernard. James Bernard? Bernard? Bernard. One of the propeller, propeller head gurus. Yeah. A not-to-be-missed opportunity to get the inside track on the latest production, remix, and sound design techniques. Twelve quid. I mean, that sounds great. If I was in London... At that time. I'd go yeah. and pop along to that. It's always nice to see people talk about their work, get tips. I'm, I think I'm pretty sure you'd get something out of this.
1: I guess and it, it worked quite well last time, didn't it? So if you're going to go there and you want to report back for us, that would be awesome. Yep. If you're in London and you'd be willing to go, then if you let us know that, we might be able to help out as well. making camera well. Out. We we're still waiting. Our Graham Booth was are he right for us for our Superclider report? But he did. I do have out.
2: an interview from him. Actually, for you, maybe we should maybe we should actually like.
1: We're not splicing we that, that in now because no, this is a daylight already. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not add any more to this.
2: Let's attempt to get Graham next week because. Okay, that's cool. He was there that day that we almost came back a week earlier and didn't. So it's all. I think he's back in Berlin by now. Is
1: Graham Booth? Mm. No, we came back that day. We we just came back an hour early though because we had that performance. Oh yeah. Oh well. No, that was what we're doing. <laughs> Or a rehearsal, perhaps, if it wasn't. But I, I don't
2: hey, but since then, that re- we haven't done this podcasty thing since we did that performance, have we? On the 1st of May, which was the Hug the World. Maybe. That's true, we haven't, no? But it happened, it worked. We awesome. were skeptical that it would work. It did. What worked? Telematic performance via Jack Trip. As part of the Deep Wireless we're
0: going Festival. Telematic. Keep keep talking. Um, we, we, we were extreme.
1: sending our audio from here to like other places around the world, and then Is that like we were yeah, yeah yeah, but it's telematic. Well yeah, so using JackTrip, you
2: can jack between computers that are in different places, and mm. so we're sending CD quality audio at allegedly sub thirty milliseconds. Now uh,
1: well, we don't know how 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 you could ever like prove that prove that or not. What I found interesting was that I a few days beforehand i done a test i done a test from here to on my to my home via my home broadband and my home broadband is yet to recover <laughs> from 30 minutes of trying to do that it's just just going yeah. slow <laughs> it's just going slow now i just I had a look i managed to like spew like a, a couple of gig up and obviously my isp has decided that was inappropriate behavior so i didn't to have, have, you my, got, have, have you got have you got my, my um, metaphoric online wrist slapped
2: it's like your fair usage is tipped fair, you over fair usage life. over tip that's slightly <laughs>
1: like, massive upload
0: um, yep, we're See you all... this show is almost live hey <laughs>
2: <laughs> so we were talking about the producers conference in London where yeah we were at some point in, which is in June um, we'll get back to that and you should get back to us all the contact details are Wiki audio or Wiki dot the audio podcast co uk. That's how, that's how people say. It.
0: And in future weeks, hopefully, we'll have that report by Graham from this uh, collider. Super. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's break out of this time
2: loop we're in, and um, <laughs> I move on to—is this the final so-called news site? Yes. We have other stuff after. So, um, this is free. Summit free. Sonatronics. STC10 giveaway! ta-da
0: Boom, so A fantastic chance we'll to get two. Boom! Three. Thank you. We got to plug in. For that. <laughs> a fantastic chance to get two Sontronics condenser mics for the price of one. How much does one normally cost?
1: I never managed to work that out actually. Okay. <laughs> worth ninety-five pound, they say. The they get the freebie. No. Yeah, you no, no, free
0: STC10 pencil condenser worth ninety-five pound UK.
1: And it's an S T C two X that you have to buy. Have to purchase in silver or black.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, I'll try and find out. So that's a, you see
2: so are not even gonna get a stereo power up are you? you are Just gonna get two microphones.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> you'll get a slightly unbalanced stereo pair. which I yeah, guess yeah, is. Two 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 hundred pounds with a three year warranty is the oh well, two hundred and forty nine pounds. Yeah, around right about there. Yeah, that sounds good. You know?
2: So if you buy, so you buy something which is omni slash cardioid, and then you get a cardioid free. Can we, what can you do with a cardioid mic plus an omni microphone? Maybe?
1: If you bought two, you would have two pairs. Mm. You'd have four. Oh yeah, man, You'd have four mics. What know. could you do with the four mics? That's a more interesting question. Yeah, though. yeah. You could, you could do like a surround sound recording almost. Yep.
0: I'm not sure I buy into this 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 push on on stereo. You get two good two good mono mics. One is fine. Yeah, from okay. Mono. Anyway, with the four, if you the four <laughs> um, you would... I'm just flying the flag for Mono there.
2: Okay, um, with the four, I would use the two omnis as a spaced pair, and then I would have a coincident pair with the two cardioids. Very nice. That
0: sounds good.
1: I would have a. Uh, I would probably. I I, I would have a. Um... Oh, my mind's gone blank. Not a spaced pair. Scott Hewitt is gesturing with his arms in a sort of scissors. No, where you where XY you arrange the capsules together each other XY, like a coincident pair. Sorry. That's I that? okay. oh, I'd have a coincident pair with the with the main two. But then I would actually go for a kind of a surround sound five point one kind of feel. So I would actually use the, the, the cardioid condensers pointing away and backwards. In that oh. kind of feel. There you go. So you'd have all four microphones in the same sort of area but pointing but in different Orientated directions. in different directions, yeah. Very good. I just you know, just mainly so it'd be different to what you were doing. To be honest, I'm not <laughs> saying that what you were doing is wrong. No,
2: that's the kind of the objects of the exercise. exercise yes.
1: <laughs> it's like, oh, Sam, I think that's a great idea. I think I'd do that exactly <laughs> the same as well. Anybody else wants to agree? <laughs> that's but the, the main reason this is here is mainly because of the fact that if you buy a microphone, you get a freebie. I'm saying that's essentially.
2: And that's not just in the UK. This is UK, Austria. Um, well, hang on a minute. This is Belgium, Netherlands and Luxembourg, but what's what's that word they've got on top of there? I don't I'm just showing my ignorance here by not having seen that as a place name before. And other places in the world, there's a list of stuff, including cool. Switzerland. South Korea? South Korea, Spain, Portugal, blah, blah, That's
1: cool. I'm not reading them all, because that one's flunked me. And um, it starts on the 1st of May? Yeah, it's going on now. All and it can't be backdated and it runs for the match, does it, or something like that? Yeah, 31st of May, 2012, there we go. That's any participating stockist. Fantastic, awesome, boom! <laughs> I kind of like saying boom. I've been booming a lot recently. It's it's definitely
0: a thing. That's sweet. Where does that bring us next? Other stuff.
1: Yeah. So this is our new invented section, <laughs> just for the other things. Because but we've covered most of it. Because we already talked about the Cole's mic that we forgot the name of, even though it was written on it last week. And we've mentioned the sound field today. I guess we should say we're recording onto the trusty Tascam DR-05, which yep. we basically use every week because it's effortless.
2: Well, not, not always, but recently we've been using it every week. I guess so. You, you've had power. that for less time than we've been doing the audio That's broadcast. true, that's true. Uh, that is <laughs> very true,
1: yes. There were shows that were done without this. This was actually acquired at our first audio podcast official trip away. At the um, sound music production show. show in Leeds. Yeah, well, that, that was a... Uh, that was on a nice discount. No, it was on a nice discount. That was cool, which would have been available to anybody at the show. At the show, yeah, yeah, that's okay. a good point. Um,
2: we've got an interview coming up. We've got a few interviews coming up, but the next one will be week after next with Spencer Salazar.
1: Yeah, that's right. He's um he he is the lead on the up on the current upcoming Chuck release, which is due very soon. So nice. he's going to tell us about what kind of new cool stuff there's going to be in the new release of Chuck. So that'd be pretty cool. Great. Yeah, yeah. And I guess we're hopeful that Graham Booth's gonna be interviewed next week, but we we're just purely speculative and hopeful about that. I think
2: yeah, we'll we'll try and we'll get in this week and record it offline and chuck it in, I think might be the easiest way. Otherwise awesome. it'll be another week if we
1: aim for a live thing. Yeah. Who knows. But um, if there if if you feel we should interview somebody, then you should let us know and we'll try and we'll try and interview them. Yeah. It Doesn't always work out very well, does it? We're very I was looking for our notes. We have lots of people who have been like, Oh, I'd love to come on the show and then it's like Yeah. And then circumstances overcome us and we never actually get around to contacting them. Again, that's very poor on my behalf. I'm sorry about that. I'd like to for anybody who's listening to the show, who has had exchanges with me about coming on the show, who said they would like to come on the show and is awaiting me to say why don't you come on the show, if you'd like to email me back, that's great. Just come on the show. It's three weeks' time. That's fine. We're any of those people I've already had that exchange with, Just it's just my prunus. And then I feel uncomfortable about approaching you again six months later, so I don't <laughs> Oh, well. Shall we plunder? Arr! So, what do file-sharing studies really say, Scott? Well, unfortunately, we can't find out properly in here.
2: So, the, the story we were getting at here is that somebody has been writing about various... Academic studies into
0: file sharing and its effects on different things. Can, can can I put academic in in scare quotes there for for, for questionability? Oh yeah, because all... this is part of his point: is that a lot of file sharing studies that actually make their way through to the media are actually just puff pieces
1: written by industry, industry supported. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, but but his further stock, the further development to that is actually about the fact that we don't hear about the vast majority of these things. Yep. Because now we we should give some context here. So first of all, it's zero paid com. Um, I think we should mention here that we're actually recording this in a place of work and we've definitely suffered from not safe for work syndrome. So you might want to follow can... this link at home. Okay. Not that there's anything wrong with the, not that we can discern anything wrong with it, but nonetheless, I think we haven't been able least... to access it from work. And, and it's so. probably
0: down to um, keywords. Such as? So, certain keywords that, that our place of work has decided that it's not good for people to be looking at. So just file sharing.
1: But the reason... <laughs> that, yeah, and, p- we, and P2P. And P2P. But the reason that we put the article in here is because what they're actually doing is... Um, it was listed up on Slashdot originally, but they are planning on having a discussion of all of the major kind of um, RIAA Motion Picture Association funded P2P file sharing studies. And what they've actually found out. And the most interesting thing that I spotted is that there's apparently been 20 of them in the last 10 years of which... Only two have ever really seen the light of day, because the other 18 did not support the industry suggestions. Well, the question there becomes, how
0: are any of them seeing the light of day? Who's putting them into the light of day? And clearly, in this case, whoever's putting them into the light of day isn't interested in the ones that don't say what they don't want to hear. Yeah. News. So, this is a really interesting, uh, worthwhile thing to read. Um, it, It takes apart lots of what the studies say i mean as as they say here in just the summary for it one study found that file sharing litigation was a failure another said that p2p had no effect on music sales a third found that the raa suppresses innovation etc 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 so there are lots of studies out there that are saying that file sharing is either not bad at all or i've seen a couple that say that it's bad but not remotely as bad as what's being suggested and it may not even be bad it might just be it looks bad in in relation to certain industries
1: yeah, and uh, I, I I like the way you, I like the way you've skirted past the one where there was one study which its its outcome was that the entire attack on file sharing and P2P was purely to preserve the uh, status quo.
0: Oh yeah, so and the, the profiteering was, of the status quo almost yeah. doesn't need to be said. And yeah. uh, for what it's worth, uh, that this this article looks great. You should go and read it. But Mike masnick over at TechDirt has been writing these kind of takedowns for years. You can go right back to the very first reports on it. He has detailed breakdowns and analyses of every report on P2P and file sharing that's come out. As does Torrent Freak a lot of the time. But this is another good one. And a good summary of them as well if you don't want to read through tons.
1: So there you go. What does that bring us up to? The, uh, the Game Audio Podcast. Ooh. Uh, Game Audio Podcast number 18 has a special about racing games. And Sweet. the sound of raid, racing and the games. sound of racing games, yeah, which yeah. I thought was kind of cool. What's this? Oh, we should do the we should we haven't played with the wood control. Come is this an appropriate moment to play with the width control? This
2: might be a good improvement. Yeah. Okay. So, how, should we just keep talking while you narrow it? So, we're currently set to um, like. Three o'clock or something. Or? Yep. And, and now it's always getting more narrow, narrow now. So as we I'm approach, talking as, well. as we approach I'm zero, a um, pitch. then this should be
1: mono. I guess. And I guess I should say something because I'm on yeah. the. I'm opposite Sam. In Yep. Okay. So if you, you keep
0: talking as you turn, can we do a hocketing thing? Say one, two, three, one, two, three, one, three, one, one, two, three. Hang on. Just got. Three. <laughs>
1: Scott, this was your idea. Hang
0: on. Sam. No, that
2: didn't
1: work out. It's your same name. This is rubbish. One, two. No, one, two, three. One. And I, I will re widen. And then after we've re widden it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to de-widenize like, that yeah. No, 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 no. We can then actually mention what we've actually done because this might make no sense anyway. One. One. No, you're meant to say two. Bleep. <laughs> okay. Oh! 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 There it goes. Bleep. 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 Monty bleep. bleep. <laughs> Let's try again. All right. One, last time. Two. Three. One. Two three one 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 two three three. We should be doing high pitch if we want to hear it. All right, I'm going to dial us back to 7.5. Okay. So the the sound field mic we have has this really—it's a really cool piece of kit that didn't really take off, but it has like cap four capsules arranged in this really neat arrangement which means that you can actually widen the stereo image electronically rather than with physical placement. So that's what we're doing. We just played with the width button and made the stereo field really narrow and really wide and then returned back to this 7.5 setting which we unscientifically just decided to use at the start of the show. Yeah, <laughs> This show is hands-on. It's audio experimentation all the way. I've, um,
2: I already took a picture earlier and I will post that <sighs> on the on G Plus I think on the Google, on the Google page Plus page of phase. the audio
1: podcast and would you like it if more people liked that as well
2: well we had two since last, last week it was show 53 and we had and we were, had been for some time on 53 plus and now we're on 55 so there we go so thank we you very much people who liked it those that's two awesome. people who plus one in
1: the last week thank you for that that's pretty cool yeah. so um <laughs> yeah so the game audio podcast number eighteen had a racing game special. Yeah. I was you see I wanted to go run and do the that the witch thing, that's what I wanted to do. But... We could run around the microphone. No. How are we going to run around the microphone? There is actually nowhere to run. Uh, um, okay, so obviously if you're actually if, <laughs> if you're still here and was <laughs> hoping some some self <laughs> informative thing that isn't going to work out. But just to contextualise Sam's intended run around the microphone, theres a is a 01V, uh, on a rat on wheels in a rack with kind of six over use worth of stuff. And then there's also another one, two, three, four, five, another seven new physical rack in the way as well, plus two mic stands, one of which we're not using. So I'm ready to see you run around if you want to go for it. The second microphone that we're not using is being used to hold the
2: coils of the extremely long microphone, the the XLRs that are about 20 times as
1: long as they need to be for the job they're doing. I'm I'm still happy for you to run around it, though, if you want to. No, sorry. Okay. That would have been cool, though. We don't know who's the over-rack is, actually. that would be ace if they'd come back and tell us from here. It's kind of curious. Anyway, more so... More
2: PreSonus stuff.
1: More PreSonus. Oh, we, we alluded to this, didn't we? Plunder, plunder,
2: plundering the um, Studio One version 2. Studio One
1: 3. The free version. So if you want to try out... Uh, Studio One, you can get a free version with stripped-down functionality for free. Free as in there. That's cool. And integrated inside it is actually a 30-day Studio One professional demo that you can turn on at any point, and after you, it's expired, you can just continue to use the free version, which I think is great functionality, actually. That is, because we're in the... in Yeah, that is great. That's really cool. Like right? Download to get the free version, get the upgraded version inside it, turn the upgrade on when you feel comfortable with the free version, run it for a bit, it'll die, and if you like it, you can buy it. That's cool. I thought it was kind of... Kind of sweet. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna press the button that allows you to compare it to the other versions, just so you can. Cause that feels like that would be a worthwhile piece of additional coverage. We could. Okay. Oh, oh, no. I was for a minute. You okay. Me?
2: So while you're there, rather than just read stuff, his specific question. I'm aware that PreSonus and Studio One have um, an iPad app that allows you to control stuff. I, okay. Am, am I right on this? Does it? Does that work with the free version? Can you find that from the chart you've found?
1: I don't know. Nope.
2: Also, perhaps that the app I'm thinking about might be to control the mixing stuff in the hardware, which is
1: kind of a layer
2: before you get into the studio one. I don't know.
1: Possibly, um, the um, integrated Melodyne pitch correction is not included in the free version, and that's an the night. we talked about we talk, like earlier on this year. We talked about that. You see, um, no, I was looking at that. You know, just just kind of stuff. I have snot falling from my face. So just got very, very very personal now surely that was beep worthy beep it's not that's fine it's only you drop dropped the ball, <laughs> ball. <laughs> massively that's beep worthy the metaphorical ball <laughs> we're not just beeping any word we want to now I'm going to blow my nose now excuse me well, that way that way oh, as if it matters I'm going to turn my back on it's my a mind. bleepocracy I was worried you were going to like that's <sighs> all just come terribly wrong so yeah What's, what's that? What's happened now with the Bleepocracy? Bleepocracy, that's a good word. That's an awesome one. That's not a real word. What else have we got to talk about? Well, we've, we've actually made it. We, we, yeah. Is it the end of the show? Yeah, I've, I've looked at the list of what, what, what other versions do, and the answer is there's lots of differences between lots of the versions. So the main one I was interested in was whether you could play with the uh, Melodyne pitch correction, because I remember that being really cool. That looked really sweet, and the answer is no. But you could, obviously, on the trial version. There is a 30-day 30 30 day trial of the professional version, so that's kind and of you sweet. can t-
2: make up to six because you can get the Melodyne on its own for 30 days and use that. There's a Melodyne demo for 30 days.
1: That's very good. Sam Freeman uh, demonstrating how to get the best out of uh, promotion and demo demo periods ever. No? I
2: have I have considered the possibility of reinstalling the operating system every <laughs> every three months or so, just like as a kind of rolling thing. I'd, but I've never done this because the practicalities of it would just be having because in December I had to start again from scratch twice. And um Oh I know. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. I'm still having to find oh, it no, out interesting. Uh,
1: oh come on. <laughs> <laughs> You're not editing it, it? I, no. You're you not.
2: We just have to switch there's a button you can press that says it explicitly will say it is. As a one off thing. You can have it you can have it no,
1: I, on the podcast and you can have it per straight. I know, but I think we I think we can just just take a risk on it this once. So,
2: it's alright, maybe no one will notice.
1: Yeah, precisely. I didn't notice. Should we shall we end the show now? As, as the show's been so laborious.
0: <laughs> and it was so short when, when we started. Oh, well.
1: <laughs> 34 minutes. So so we'd like to apologize for the 34 minutes of your life we've wasted this week. Um, obviously, there's actually a whole load of really great shows that have gone before. With loads of cool... I think it's been fun. I think shows. it's a good one. Yeah. To be honest, this is pretty typical. So if you're thinking this is awful, then it's probably a good idea to listen to 55. That might be better. But this is a pretty good usually I've enjoyed news, this but
0: the, the general kind of banter is about this level most of the time yeah that's very true
1: that's very true awesome well I've, I've been uh, I've been Scott Hewitt sitting on the uh, right sitting opposite Sam Freeman I'm, I'm Sam Freeman sitting opposite Scott Hewitt,
0: and in the middle is two two <laughs> <laughs> I've been Scott McLaughlin thank you for listening
1: this is uh, episode 54 Get Well event of the audio podcast 2012 Yay. Yay.